day 154 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 69, verse 13 to 28. But I keep praying to you, Lord, hoping this time you will show me favour. In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me and pull me from these deep waters. Don't let the floods overwhelm me or the deep waters swallow me or the pit of death devour me. Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Take care of me. Your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and redeem me. Free me from my enemies. You know my shame, scorn and disgrace. You see all that my enemies are doing. Their insults have broken my heart and I am in despair. If only one person would show some pity. If only one would turn and comfort me. Instead, they give me poison for food. They offer me sour wine for my thirst. Let the bountiful table be set before them, become their snare, and their prosperity become a trap. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see and make their bodies shake continually. Pour out your fury on them, consume them with your burning anger. Let their homes become desolate and their tents be deserted. To the one you have punished, they add insult to injury. They add to the pain of those you have hurt. Pile their sins up high and don't let them go free. Erase their names from the book of life. Don't let them be counted among the righteous. Acts chapter 1, verse 1 to 22. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive, and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once, when he was eating with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptised with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, The Father alone has authority to set those dates and times. They are not for you to know, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching and they could no longer see him. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said. Why are you standing here staring into heaven? 
Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, a distance of half a mile. When they arrived, they went to the upstairs room of the house where they were staying. Here are the names of those who were present. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. During this time, when about 120 believers were together in one place, Peter stood up and addressed them. Brothers, he said, the scriptures had to be fulfilled concerning Judas who guided those to arrest Jesus. This was predicted long ago by the Holy Spirit speaking through King David. Judas was one of us and shared in the ministry with us. Judas, Judas had bought a field with the money he received for his treachery. Falling headfirst there, his body split open, spilling out all his intestines. The news of his death spread to all the people of Jerusalem and they gave the place the Aramaic name Akeledama, which means field of blood. Peter continued, This was written in the book of Psalms where it says, Let his home become desolate with no one living in it. It also says, Let someone else take his position. So now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who were with us the entire time we were travelling with the Lord Jesus. From the time he was baptised by John until the day he was taken from us, whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus' resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph, called Bar Sabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they all prayed. O oh Lord, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas in this ministry. For he has deserted us and gone where he belongs. Then they cast lots and Matthias was selected to become an apostle with the other eleven. Samuel chapter 3 verse 22 to chapter 5 verse 5. Just after David had sent Abner away in safety, Joab and some of David's troops returned from a raid, bringing much plunder with them. When Joab arrived, he was told that Abner had just been there visiting the king and had been sent away in safety. Joab rushed to the king and demanded, What have you done? What do you mean by letting Abner get away? You know perfectly well that he came to spy on you and find out everything you're doing. Joab then left David and sent messengers to catch up with Abner, asking him to return. They found him at the well of Syrah and brought him back, though David knew nothing about it. When Abner arrived back at Hebron, Joab took him aside at the gateway as if to speak with him privately, but then he stabbed Abner in the stomach and killed him in revenge for killing his brother Asahel. When David heard about it, he declared, I vow by the Lord that I and my kingdom are forever innocent of this crime against Abner son of Ner. 
Joab and his family are the guilty ones. May the family of Joab be cursed in every generation with a man who has open sores or leprosy, or who walks on crutches, or dies by the sword or begs for food. So Joab and his brother Abishai killed Abner because Abner had killed their brother Asahel at the Battle of Gibeon. Then David said to Joab and all those who were with him, Tear your clothes and put on burlap, mourn for Abner. And King David himself walked behind the procession to the grave. They buried Abner in Hebron, and the king and all the people wept at his graveside. Then the king sang this funeral song for Abner. Should Abner have died as fools die? Your hands were not bound, your feet were not chained. No, you were murdered, the victim of a wicked plot. All the people wept again for Abner. David had refused to eat anything on the day of the funeral, and now everyone begged him to eat. But David had made a vow, saying, May God strike me and even kill me if I eat anything before sundown. This pleased the people very much. In fact, everything the king did pleased them. So everyone in Judah and all Israel understood that David was not responsible for Abner's murder. Then the king then King David said to his officials, Don't you realise that a great commander has fallen today in Israel? And even though I am an anointed even though I am the anointed king, these two sons of Zariah, Joab and Abishai, are too strong for me to control. So may the Lord repay these evil men for their evil deeds. When Ishbosheth, Saul's son, heard about Abner's death at Hebron, he lost all courage, and all Israel became paralysed with fear. Now there were two brothers, Bahna and Rechab, who were the captain or captains of Ishbotheth's raiding parties. They were the sons of Rimon, a member of the tribe of Benjamin, who lived in Beeroth. The town of Beeroth is now part of Benjamin's territory because the original people of Beeroth fled to Gitam, where they still live as foreigners. Saul's son, Jonathan, had a son named Mephisbosheth, who was, a cripple, who was crippled as a child. He was five years old when the report came from Jezreel that Saul and Jonathan had been killed in battle. When the child's nurse heard the news, she picked him up and fled. But as she carried away, as she carried away, as she hurried away, she dropped him and he became crippled. One day, Rechab and Bahna, the sons of Rimon from Beeroth, went to Ishbosheth's house around noon as he was taking his midday rest. The doorkeeper, who had been sifting wheat, became drowsy and fell asleep. So Rechab and Bahna slipped past her. They went into the house and found Ishbosheth sleeping in his bed. They struck him and killed him and cut off his head. Then, taking his head with them, they fled across the Jordan Valley through the night. When they arrived at Hebron, they presented Ishbosheth's head to David. Look, they exclaimed to the king, here is the head of Ishbosheth, the son of your enemy Saul, who tried to kill you. Today the Lord has given my lord, the, the king, revenge on Saul and his entire family. But David said to Rechab and Bahna, the Lord who saves me from all my enemies is my witness. Someone once told me Saul is dead, thinking he was bringing me good news, but I seized him and killed him at Ziglag. That's the reward I gave him for his news. 
How much more should I reward evil men who have killed an innocent man in his own house and on his own bed? Shouldn't I hold you responsible for his blood and rid the earth of you? So David ordered his young men to kill them, and they did. They cut off their hands and feet and hung their bodies beside the pool in Hebron. Then they took Ishbosheth's head and buried it in Abner's tomb in Hebron. Then all the tribes of Israel went to David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, when Saul was our king, you were the one who really led the forces of Israel. And the Lord told you, you will be the shepherd of my people Israel. You will be Israel's leader. So there at Hebron, King David made a covenant before the Lord with all the elders of Israel, and they anointed him king of Israel. David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years in all. He had reigned over Judah from Hebron for seven years and six months, and from Jerusalem he reigned over all Israel and Judah for 33 years. Mm -hmm. 